When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on! You're ready! Welcome, Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. What? I am so glad I was a kid because I didn't have to like try and date one of you we during that era. We were so oh, man, I had abs though. I had abs back then. Yeah, you had abs and I had thumb rings and frosted yeah. tips. Dave and Mahoney. I get the Dave and Mahoney show, but you gotta give Audrey a billing on that because she's got the look. How rude. There's a contingent of older women who find Dave and I to be very cute. And if you don't believe us, you should have been with Mahoney and I at the Adam Lambert concert in Houston, <laughs> Texas. Dave and Mahoney. You're not a big Judas Priest fan, huh? <laughs> don't, don't you clap. Don't you say that about me. I'm a huge Judas Priest fan. Who's the lead singer? <laughs> Judas. <laughs> Judas. <laughs> no. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? So a lot of people have been freaked out by ChatGPT and AI and blah, blah, blah. Well, ChatGPT, which is a very popular AI chatbot, uh, says that it can now hear you, talk to you, and even search the internet for you. Okay, oh, so really? it's Alexa. Pretty much. I mean, I think that it's really interesting the way that everybody geeks out, like you said, Dave, over AI. Like, it's just not, like, Ask Jeeves didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, did we not use that? Did we not that remember that era? That's the thing. It's like, right now, it's kind of scary because people don't really fully understand it. Then you're like, but Ask Jeeves was a thing. And no one was scared of that handy little butler that was standing there <laughs> ready Jeeves? to serve you. Because he had on a tuxedo, yeah. you know? Because, yeah, he was serving you. Yes, he had a little platter, and he was ready to serve you. And so everyone's like, oh, I just, I like you. And now everyone's like, oh, my God, you know, it's listening to me. You're like, yeah, so is your phone. Have you ever said anything? And then, ironically, you just get an Instagram ad for it. I remember the, the funniest one out of all of them, because our phones are definitely listening to us. 100%. And Instagram deliberately does that, where, like, if you want to post stories and stuff, you have to have your microphone, microphone on yeah. and all that, even if, you know, you're just shooting a native uh-huh. video. Because they want to listen to you. But Mahoney, you were talking about wiener dogs one day, because you're a big fan of wiener dogs. And you were talking about how they have back problems. And then a day later, I got an Instagram ad for wiener dog back braces. Dude, yes. (laughs) They're very, very important. (laughs) Like, there's no way that that is a coincidence. And if so, it's the wildest coincidence of all time. Ever. Yeah. So, I mean, let's not be all up in arms over ChatGPT, because this isn't new technology at all. Some good news today as well. Speaking of back problems, this is pretty wild. Science is just incredible. Uh, Gene therapy has restored mobility in mice that had completely severed spinal cords. I was about to say, I didn't know mouse This is a game changer. Yeah, I mean, this is unbelievable. So the mice regained the ability to walk with certain patterns resembling those of mice that had resumed walking naturally after only partial cord injuries. Uh, This happened because new gene therapy used techniques 
to not only repair spinal cord tissue, but also wow. to direct the repairs in a way that would restore mobility. The idea of a spinal cord being totally severed and then these mice being able to walk again is unbelievable. And if this can become a thing for humans that have been in devastating accidents, it's, as you said, Mahoney, a total game changer. Love this, Dave. I mean, the fact that, like, th- what this could do moving science forward for people who, you know, encounter spinal cord injuries and other, you know, possible, uh, you know, uh, things that are preventing them from either moving, their mobility, them walking. I mean, this is literally feels like a generational step in as far as advancements in medicine go. Yeah, I mean, research in animals doesn't always pan out for humans, but well, start. Re- researchers are very hopeful about this one. So, come on, one time for science. You're right. This is a big one if this works out. Let's get things started. Thanks for joining us. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know what I love is how every single day I am just stunned by how stupid people are. It's just a new thing every day. I'm like, really? This is... This is real life, and you're doing this, and you think that this is normal. Would you like for me to drop one on you, Audrey? Sure. Okay. So a Philadelphia Phillies fan showed up to the game, and he was denied entry at the Citizens Bank Park because he brought his emotional support animal with him. What was the animal? Well, that's a good question because, you know, we've seen some really stupid stuff. I mean, you know, there's there's dogs, obviously, which totally legitimate. And then, you know, we've seen some cats, and some people are like, eh, I don't know about that. And then we get to the, the peacock on the airplane, and uh-huh. we're like, what the hell are we doing? And didn't somebody have an emotional support? Was it a donkey or a miniature pony? <laughs> Something like that. But you're like, man, you can't bring that on an airplane well it's somehow even dumber to bring your emotional support animal to a stadium full of sports fans i've seen plenty of dave i've seen plenty i've been to plenty of games where there's a ton of dogs and you know what more dogs at stadiums i'm here for it because i love the instagrams where they're just eating a hot dog yep yeah they got the dog in their mouth dog eating dogs dog eat dog (laughs) it's a dog eat dog world out there cannibalism uh but this was not a dog he uh he showed up with his emotional support alligator uh, did you say alligator, sir? Alligator. Uh, his name, the alligator's name is Wally. Uh-huh. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's cute, but uh, it's an alligator. But it's tiny, I'm sure. No, it was not, actually. It was How a fairly... Was I mean, I don't know exactly. I saw a picture of it, but yeah. it looked like it was four feet long, Okay, which so is a really big reptile. How old is a four-foot long alligator? I mean, that thing's got to be like 10 years old, huh? I mean, you would think. And don't alligators live to be really old? They're, yeah, dinosaurs, they're dinosaurs, man. They live yeah. to be a thousand years old. I think that we were talking about one in the news not too long ago that was 14 feet, and I think we estimated that to be a 50-year-old alligator. But, I mean, so, you know, this guy's, like, pulling the sympathy card saying, you know, this is his emotional support animal, and it's helped him get through some hard times and this and that. And, look, I'm, I'm all for you having whatever makes you feel better if you're dealing with some stuff, but you can't bring your damn alligator to a baseball game. If you need emotional support at a baseball game, stay home. I mean, because, like, you, there is nothing more volatile than uh, the emotions during I, a sporting event. Yeah. So You're, if you can't handle it, especially, stay home, Especially man. in Philadelphia. <laughs> Philly fans are crazy. They will throw stay that alligator home. onto the field. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody grabbing that alligator by the tail because they get angry and swinging it around <laughs> oh, and yeah. launching it so into the outfield? <laughs> Wally! Home. This is David Mahoney. Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, do any of you know where I put my original birth certificate? No? Uh, well, this is going to be fun. 
Thanks, guys. Message deleted. Uh, yeah, I don't know where you put your original birth certificate. Do you guys know where yours is? My original one, my mom probably has, but I have copies of mine. I had to get a copy of mine, you know, whatever, eight, nine years ago when I got a passport. Dude, same. And shout out to moms. She's holding it. She keeps everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my son recently started playing T-ball, and my mom mailed me my old baseball glove oh. from when I was a child because she has kept it for 200 years. I See? love that so much. And he's so, your son's using it? Uh, yeah, I mean. Or is it, it like turned to dust? It's no, dust. it's a little too big for him. Oh. So. But it, it still kind of fits on my hand. So, okay. like, I'll, I'll use it, you know, when I'm playing catch them or whatever. It's real cute. So, I wish my mom would have kept something um, a lot longer than what she did. So, I guess whenever I was a baby, um, an artist gave me a, what are they, the little bonds that mm. appreciate over time? Yeah. She said it was Joan Jett, but I don't really remember. I mean, uh, Joan Jett bond? Damn cool. Yeah, that's pretty so cool. So, Joan Jett, yeah, gave me a baby bond. And she gave it to me whenever I was 18. And I cashed that in so I could go to spring break. How much did you get for that? Dude, I don't even, I, I think it was like 200 bucks or something because it was probably like a dollar. I literally have no clue. I do not remember. It was not a lot of money. But my mom was like asking about it the other day when she came into town. She's like, it's probably she worth like, like $8 billion now. Because I think we were playing, again, Joan Jett on the radio. And she's like, you still have that that baby bond? I was like, You're what do like, you no, mean? No, I wasted it on I was like, You didn't bombs. even tell me that that's who that was from? You didn't tell me that was from someone important? But let I me thought ask it wasn't you this. from like Grandma Joni. I think that was from <laughs> Grandma Joni. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Grandma Joni's so cool. Auntie Joni. Yeah, yeah Auntie Joni. And she, I think yeah. she'd prefer that. Oh, man. Did, yeah. uh, did you have fun on spring break, though? No, that was the year. Oh, that was the breakdown of that the That was the year that I got nicotine poisoning and Adderall poisoning. And I was just puking everywhere. Chief and camel crushes. <laughs> I was trying so hard. I'm so peer pressurable. Yeah. And I was the one driving at first. And all my girlfriends and I thought we smoked. We didn't. But all of us were trying to impress each other. Uh, by smoking cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a dumb. So cool. So uh-huh. dumb. But yeah. yeah, that was that year. Mm. Barely made it. Sorry, Joan Jett. <laughs> now, here's the real question of the day. Which one sounds like the real parent? As a parent, I want my child to succeed. That way I can have dinner with them one day, not as father to son, but as peer to peer. Or, yeah, I want my kids to succeed. That way I don't have to pull money out of my pocket every time he needs a lobotomy to pull his freaking fecal matter out of the skull. Which one really sounds like the real parent. Message deleted. What? What What just happened? So are you saying you don't want to have to reprimand your children? Is that what that is? I want my child to succeed so they are happy. I don't want them to succeed so I am happy. But that, also, th- my happiness is not their you, responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it mistakes is for, or make you make you grow. It is why they're tra- you're a child. That why they're children. Your happiness is, you know, their happiness is your responsibility. No, their happiness is my responsibility yes. as the parent. Yes, I'm saying at no point in life should. My happiness be their responsibility. I mean, maybe when you get old and they're successful. Yeah, like if I poop my pants, someone's got to clean me. Yeah, man. Yeah, if yeah, like yeah, they yeah, go on yeah. and become professional athletes, yeah. or you know, they create something That's amazing yeah. and make a bunch of money. Yeah, you better you best kick some back. Yep, turn mm-hmm. that, turn that around. Yeah. Could you also imagine though not being able to tell your parents when you've messed up because you're in fear of this like this kind of mentality? Like, oh. Do you need the fecal matter pulled out of your brain? <laughs> the lobotomy of your brain? Uh-huh. What in the world? Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, favorite pants, Levi's or Calvin Klein's? 
and what do you like to see on the opposite sex? Torn Levi's, T-shirts, no bras. What is your favorite outfit when you look at someone? Stupid question, but I'm stupid, so. Message deleted. <laughs> uh, the Ash athlete, Ash Leisure, that's funny. Ash Leisure. My, my, my brain. You, you should, you, that's, that is something. <laughs> why, why is that no is what it out? is. Don't come up with that yet. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, no, the athleisure has come a long way for me. It's like, a good that's look. a very good look. Yeah, you know, for me, I still have, you know, I'm lucky that my wife has, you know, she's got a, she's she's, she's a principal, yeah. uh, you know, of a school and, you know, has professional wear. And I find that to be a very attractive uh, look yeah. on uh, on her. And uh, I, I am a fan. But if you're talking about like what we wear, we're, we're Levi's. I mean, like Calvin Klein's. I feel like we're we're too fat for they're, that. Yeah, they're, just, they're too small. We are not yeah. skinny. Chris may be able to like squeeze into, but me and Dave, nah. Oh yeah, I own a pair of Calvin's. What a flex! You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So Audrey was very very disturbed by something that Mahoney told her the other day, and I understand why, Audrey, because this is disconcerting and uh, unusual in a lot of ways. Mahoney revealed to us his sleeping habit, and Mm -hmm. he's got a very strange thing that he does. What is it? Dave, it's not strange. strange. So my wife loves to keep the house very warm in the summertime and very cold in the wintertime. Uh, Is that like a build-down Yes, it's 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 an economic thing. Has she been with you when you've gone gambling before? Because nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, she hasn't. Finances are separate. That's why we <laughs> don't, you know, because every time, dude, like I'll put a $20, $20 into a slot machine. And she's like, that is, you know. A waste of money? You are, you, you, she's like, you are, that's an idiot tax that you're paying right you're, now. You're like, LOL, you think this 20 is the idiot tax? Yeah, yeah. You should have been with me last night. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's all about saving money. And so we keep our house during the summertime at about 80 degrees. And, hate that. Absolutely you know, Even hate that. though that we're uh, living apart right now and, and you know, uh, visiting on the weekends and stuff like that during the week, I still have found myself to be keeping my uh, my house uh-huh. that I'm renting right now at 80 degrees. You have been trained. Well, <laughs> and I, but there was nights that I would turn it down, like, because it's like I've got like zones in my house, which is like a kind of a cool thing. Like, I could just turn the bedroom down uh-huh. to like 75. And, you know, but one of the things I found that, like, man, it's just, even though I have, do the you house, feel like if you turn it down too much that you're going to be like, Oh my God, she's right behind me. Yes, <laughs> she is going to murder me as I sleep. Uh, with, she's got a paper cut my throat with the uh, with, with the power bill. Not the power bill. <laughs> I just love that stupid noise. So, the, I, but I found myself, even though I was turning the air down to like you know like seventy three at the lowest. Uh, I found myself getting like, you know, I have comforters on over me. I've got a down comforter. I'm like, man, I'm just getting so hot. So kick off the comforter in the middle of the night, leg goes out and, you know, try to cool down as As, you do. But so recently I'm like, why am I just doing that? And like, so I kept, I've been keeping the the room at 80 degrees and I've just tossed the comforter. So now I just sleep on my mattress, which has a, like a a fitted sheet on it. So this is where I was like, okay, I actually get this because sometimes I'll, throw the comforter off of me, and I'll yeah. just have the sheet over top of me. Disgusting. And I'll sleep like that. So that didn't bother me. But then you told me, 
That you don't have a sheet that covers you. No, I don't need it. With the room at 80 degrees, it's a very optimal temperature. It's like you don't get cold, you don't get hot, you just, you. I am just existing on top of the mattress with the fitted sheet. Why do I, I imagine you sleep like a vampire as well, like with your arms crossed? No, no. And- I'm a stomach sleeper and I sprawl. So it's like uh, I am sprawled out, are- arms under the pillow. <laughs> You're not doing this nude because you Starfish. used to sleep naked, right? I used to, but I, you yeah, know. with the butt cheeks just straight up, just with nothing, no sheet, no Comforter to butt to air, but I I would say I since I've been having some gallbladder <laughs> issues over the last you know like uh, five to eight years. You, you uh, don't I, trust your booty. I anymore. don't trust you. Yeah. You don't trust a, a midnight fart while you're while you're sleeping in the sleeping on the mattress. Uncontrolled there's midnight no fart. Fr- there's nothing to trap it in. So yeah, no. Whenever you were telling me this story yesterday, um, I actually started to panic because the thought of your toes just being free like that, the thought of your hands being free, the thought of like some intruder coming in and seeing just you on the mattress, with like those, you couldn't hide. With well, those toes out and them just see, being like... if there is an intruder, Audrey, and the intruder <laughs> kicks... the first thing an intruder does is suck a toe. <laughs> well, no, if you see the intruder... Let me use that, my home address real quick, everyone. <laughs> if the intruder were to break into my house and see me there without a comforter or a sheet on top of me while I'm sleeping, that's one less thing I need. Or I have to do to immediately jump into action. I don't have to throw the sheets off. I am ready. This is a safety precaution think, as well. Just think about Mahoney, just being ready at all times. Just no comforter. Like, comforters are flammable. And, and as well. An intruder walks in and Mahoney just pounces on him like a raccoon. Oh, this is so, this is the silliest thing ever. I think what would really happen is they would walk into your room and go, this guy's a psychopath. We've got to leave. Let's get out Nobody of here. This guy is like way this. crazier Again, than same, us. Same situation, just different, uh, you know, or same ending. The, the intruder is leaving the house. And I'm, I'm not sleeping with my arms off the bed, so the monsters under the bed bed aren't getting my fingers and toes they're 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 well within the the confines of the the mattress that yeah, I because sleep. You, I prefer... have to, you have to have your fingers and toes tucked in because that's the first thing that the monsters under the bed look for are your fingers and your toes but man. my toes aren't hanging off the bed oh my see God. i prefer the sheet for one specific reason it's because if an intruder does break in my house i want to tie it around my neck like it's a cape and battle them that way oh, okay okay well Mahoney, I, I, I think that this is just psychotic i truly if, anybody who's listening today i suggest to you Try this. No, no. no. Put it no. at about eighty degrees or wherever no. your body no. is just normally Stop comfortable. Stop this propaganda. No, and uh, you know, comfortable without a lot of clothes on, and then you know, just uh, give it a try. Give it a night. You know, you're saving money with the temperature not having to be you know eight degrees colder. And uh, it's, I've been sleeping really hard. I've been sleeping really, really hard this, this last couple of weeks. This is your wife speaking through you. She is. She's <laughs> controlled. This is not, nothing to do with her. She's, she's Ratatouille. She's Ratatouille up there. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. The strangest, strangest dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the world wide web. This, 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 this is the internet is undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. There's a lot of things that I love about doing this radio show, but up there, certainly top five, is watching Audrey just be delighted by the internet all day, every day. She's every just, day. She's just giggling away, and you've done a great job of curating your feed so it's not doom and gloom all the time. It's just funny stuff, hilarious animal videos, you know? I take accountability for what uh, 
goes through my screen because yeah. really you can get lost in it sometimes. And I do and I giggle. You're right, Dave. But with the internet, there are so many things and so many facets of life and so many oddities that we would have never seen if it did not exist. And I am here for everybody sharing their weirdness and these crazy things that happen on a regular basis. I am old enough to remember when we used to have to huddle around a television on Friday nights to watch Bob Saget do America's Funniest Home Videos, which was kind of the very first viral clips, mm-hmm. right, where they would you would see the funny things that happen that otherwise you normally wouldn't, and that has just become one of my favorite parts of life. Now, let's, let's do the Internet is Undefeated, the music edition. This is actually a video clip that's over 35 years old. It's an interview with the world's fastest talker. Oh, the Micro Machines the guy. The Micro Machines guy, yeah. And yeah. And the, the way it's tied back to music is that he is reciting Michael Jackson lyrics. So here's a new contemporary challenge. This is Michael Jackson's new album. Uh, his uh, first cut there, Bad. I'm bad, I'm bad. If you could just sort of give us your rendition of it. Mike, you hear that? I'll give it up to the, the first chorus there. Okay. Your butt is mine, gonna tell you right. You show, show your face in the broad daylight. I'm telling you how I feel, gonna hurt your mind. Gonna, don't shoot to kill, come on, come on, lay it on me, all right. I'm giving you one on the count of three to show you stuff or let it be. I'm telling you, just watch your mouth. I know you game. What about you? Well, I say this guy's a limit, and to me, that's really true. But my friend, you see nothing, just wait till I get through because I'm bad, bad. Come on, come on. Bad, bad, really, really bad. You know I'm bad, I'm bad, you know it. You know, bad, bad, really, really bad. You know I'm bad, I'm bad. Come on, come on, you know it. Bad, bad, really, really bad. And the whole world does the answer just right. Just tell, just tell you once again who's bad. Okay, close. So- Very sloppy, but close. Oh, that, that wasn't bad, actually. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like that wasn't that fast. I feel like I could go faster. Yeah, that was it. I don't know if that was the Micro Machine guy. No, it is. It is. Is it? Yeah. yeah. His name's John Moschetti Jr. or something like that. Oh, that is the Micro Machines guy. He also had had an appearance on the uh, middle school version of Saved by the Bell, the early years. Is that a fact? Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Zach Morris was only in eighth grade. When it was like, uh, was called. I'm watching Audrey over here, like to herself. Like I see your lips moving. Yeah, I can can totally do that. Let's see. (laughs) I your butt is mine. Gonna tell you right. I just uh, face a broad light. I'm telling you, I'm how you gonna feel. You're gonna hurt your mind. Don't shoot to kill. Shimon, Shimon, lay it on me. All right, I'm gonna love you and count on to the. I show you the stuff a little bit. I'm telling you, just watch your mouth. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if I practiced enough, like this guy, I could kind of. That was actually really good. For me, not really knowing the lyrics. (laughs) Audrey, you have an impressive mouth. Thank you. I used to practice tongue twisters back in the day. She does get paid to talk, Dave. She does. Uh, This next one here is a middle school talent show, and the band is performing Weezer's Undone. And, uh, well, I mean, the the keyboard stand collapses and everything. Just, yeah, it's hilarious. for me followed by the clapping. Why didn't they go check on this kid? <laughs> he fell off a stage. We had a friend who move fell off along. a stage. Hey, man, move it along. I mean, no, the, the show's got to go on. The song was going so well up until that point, right? <laughs> right. I feel like that could be an any coming-of-age sort of movie. Yeah. Don't you feel like that? Absolutely. Poor kid probably cried off stage and ran. I feel like anybody would have. So... <laughs> We were talking uh, earlier this week about how nobody really knows the lyrics to Total Eclipse of the Heart, mm-hmm. including this chick. That 
could have been exactly right. I have no idea. The guy doing turn around <laughs> nailed it, though. Pretty good. <laughs> never need to never know, no, something, something. Mm-hmm. She didn't even say turn around. I don't even think she said turn around <laughs> once. Uh, this next one is a new clip. This is a uh, punk pop Margaritaville. So imagine if you took Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville and then Green Day did it. such a soft spot in my heart for uh pop goes punk yeah and jimmy buffett man like hey, that, that's I, that that's a collaboration i did not know that i needed in my life but i'm glad we found it and last but not least in the musical edition of the internet is undefeated we have karen metal so there is a youtuber who <laughs> takes <laughs> heavy metal remixes of karen freakouts and then posts them <laughs> and it's pretty amazing karen had a breakdown she tried to hit the end of that where she's saying she's going to call corporate. So, I actually know what that video is from. Do you remember the freak out from Bath and Body Works? Yes. That is that one. Oh my god. That is yeah. that is a very famous awesome. one. That's pretty peak. This is David Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On David Mahoney. So to start today's Redneck Report, we are going to begin with a otter. And an old man. Are you ready for this? Because it is a dicey tale. A rabid otter attacked a man in Florida. I've never heard of an otter with rabies before. Oh, yeah, no, they're they're, they're, they're loaded with rabies. Are they really? Otters are horrible. If they weren't so damn cute, we would just exterminate otters. Really? Yeah, but they're just, we're like, oh, they're cute. They're holding a little baby. They're floating. And And then you're like, no, man, otters are like straight up murderous. Just out of their minds. Yeah, but we see see these cute propaganda videos of floating ass otters, and they're out here murdering folk. A 74-year-old man was out there feeding some ducks at a pond close to his house. And he said that he was returning home when he spotted the otter. As you he's, do. He's an otter spotter. Uh-huh. A spotter otter? Oh, no, yeah, but A spotter. Spotter. <laughs> the man confronted. You can't say that. We'll get canceled. The, aggra- <laughs> the man confronted the aggressive otter and um, he said, okay, I got to go now because the otter's like starting to chase him a little bit. Uh-huh. But the animal charged, bit him. Oh, my God. Multiple times on the arms and legs to the tune of 40 times. Holy get, cow. That's what you get for feeding the ducks. Well, I mean, why are you, why are you, why are you conf- confrontating that otter? Yes. Like, I mean, why did you, you, you had fed the ducks. Go about your way, gentlemen. Maybe he was jealous because the otter didn't get fed. I mean, honestly, like if an otter starts charging me. I'm punting it. I'm going to punch it. I'm kicking an otter straight. I, I think, I, I think I you can... have a little bit higher uh, thought on whether or not you would actually be able to aim and then kick Oh, I can well. kick the no, hell I'm out of gonna, an otter. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's going to go through the uprights, but I'll, I'll, I got 25 yards on an otter. At least 15. Yeah, no. easy. Easy. They are so square. They're like, they're literal weasels. They are weasels. But uh, you know what? I'm weasely too. That's right. You ain't never I'll met my, it. you ain't met a size 12 Nike. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Boom. See you never. So this guy, he done broke the law while he's breaking the law. My we, we, that's the number one rule when you're breaking the law. Don't break the law while you're breaking the law. A traffic stop led to the arrest of a fugitive murder suspect from Pennsylvania. You're a murder suspect murder. and you're speeding. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. He's going 51 and a 40. They pulled him over. They're like, wait a minute. You're wanted for murder. I have absolutely gone 51 and a 40. I feel like that's like the least. Yeah, yeah, but not while you're on the run for murder. <laughs> yeah, you stick it. You keep it at 49. Oh, that's right. You got to be respectful. And finally, a drug dealer called the cops to report a theft. So while working in the field of illegal drug sales, it's probably not a great idea to call the cops uh, to complain that a customer robbed you. But that's exactly what a 33-year-old by the name of Eric Thomas, who looks rather perplexed in his mugshot, um, he called the cops and said, hey, I've been uh, selling marijuana and somebody stole $10 from me while I was selling it. You called the cops on a $10 theft? You... Little D energy drug dealer, like what no, are you I talking mean, I, about? Like, hey man, I, everybody's personal property is their personal property, and you know, uh, but man, ten bucks while you're selling weed, and this is in Florida where it's still illegal to possess pot. Uh-huh. So the cops are like, you are selling marijuana, and you called us about a ten dollar theft, and uh, yeah, he got. He got locked up and uh, charged with a pair of drug felonies. Oh, jeez! What yeah. even amount of weed can you buy for ten dollars? Uh, I mean. You never bought like a bag of shake, basically. It is twenty twenty three. Inflation has it not hit the black you can buy, market? You can buy weed? a joint, I think. Like what is it like at a at a pot shop, right? Don't they? Aren't those about like a yeah, ten sure. bucks? Yeah, yeah, like pre rolls. Yeah. Do yeah. black market drug dealers do pre rolls? I, I don't think so. They should. they should. Yeah. Because but then you got to just imagine the, just their saliva all over the all oh, over the zigzag. Because you know I, they are licking it down. Yeah, just, just lipping Audrey, it. Audrey, I think that this is a fairly stupid human, and so. Um, you know, maybe he has not been charging the correct amount. Okay. This is David Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears. A Dave and Mahoney. Jason is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you doing today, Jason? I'm good. How are you? Good. So you've heard this game on the radio before, right? I have, yeah. I listen to you guys every day. Well, man, hell nice. of a name. Hell nice. of a name. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, but, so, so what happens a lot of times, and even happened yesterday, like our contestant was like, wow, this is a lot harder when I'm, I'm live on air. And I hope that's not the case for you. I hope that you do just great and that you easily win these tickets. You got a couple of lifelines if you need it. We got 30 seconds for each one of these songs. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. But the first one here, we're going to start with the doozy. 9.2 million views Ooh. on this one. So good luck to you. I get it. That slaps. Dude, that was got great. some polka feel <laughs> to it, too. For sure. that, that was that <laughs> what is that, Chris? Dude, I listened to that over that and over yeah. and uh, over after discovering it. Did honestly. you really? Yeah, I, I get it. Sweet child of mine? Yeah, yes, sir. GNR, sweet child of mine, is correct. Well, he said, nine- can you guys stop talking? I need to answer this <laughs> so I can get these tickets. Couldn't help it. It was mesmerized. No, you're, you guys are great, man. I love you guys. <laughs> Let's just keep this guy on the phone the entire yeah. show. What else? <laughs> what right, else? Here we go on to number two. This one, a little less popular. It's only got 50 views. Oh, 
Dr. Love. Okay. Dr. Love was <laughs> Dr. putting out a vibe. Uh, do you know it, Jason? Uh, I know of the song. I, I'm going to need some help, yeah. I, okay, who do you want to tag in, Mahoney or Audrey? Uh, let's do Mahoney. Uh, one of my favorite bands, that is the Eagles, and they are taking it to the limit. Dude. That is correct. Record that next yep. time, Chris. <laughs> Man, we are, <laughs> are terrible. Sounded like our talents are, the Eagles. Our talents are wasted here. Put that they in sure a are. promo. <laughs> here we go on to number three. This has got 366,000 views. Nirvana song? Mm, that's hey. actually that's actually Nirvana that is doing that cover. Oh. Hey. <laughs> hey. It hey. couldn't have been. But they're obviously covering a different song. So, Jason, do you know that one? Uh, more than a feeling. I don't know who, who the artist is. Well, you got half a point. You got a half point. Do you want to tag Audrey in for the, for the second half of that, or do you just want to leave it at a half point? Um, let's tag her in for sure. Boston. Boston. Uh, but yeah, that was Nirvana doing Thank a cover you. of, and that's why I don't know if it was like so a mashup mash of like no, it was, like it, was just a, it was just a joke that they, oh, were, was they were starting to play because it sounds so much like smells like Teen Spirit. It, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like they were the playing. Same song. Okay, this uh, this next one is from David's Weird Media, and it's got four views. You There's, can win it right here. Okay, you're out of lifelines, so you got to get a full point on your own. But here we go on to number four. Many times I've lied. Many know. times I've listened. Many times I wondered how much there is to know. <laughs> Many dreams come true, and some have silver linings. I live for my dream and a pocket full of gold. That was simultaneously really good and really bad. I Moments. really just wanted to do the echoes for him, man. <laughs> that helped out. Thank you, Audrey. <laughs> Thank you. Jason for the win. Do you know it? I'm I'm stumped, yeah. Whoa. Uh, oh. Man. Well, it's Over the Hills and Far Away by Led Zeppelin. But, you know, I mean, there was no music there, so I get how that can be a little I tricky. I mean, but that it falsetto. It just like Mr. Robert Plan. I yeah, thought that yeah. was him himself. In the shower. <laughs> exactly, yeah, in the yes. shower. <laughs> I, I thought that was him. Those glorious <laughs> locks. <laughs> we had a microphone in his shower when he was coming up with that song. <laughs> okay, so no point on that one. We do have one more to go here. You need a full point on this one, and I'm hoping you can get it, but this one only has three views, so somehow even less oh, popular. Good. <laughs> I have to turn my head until my darkness goes. I see a line of cars there.
30 seconds right there. Jason for the win. Uh, the doors. Nope. No, no it's, a, it's not a door. It's on the Guitar Hero 3. Is yeah. it the stone? <laughs> it, it, it is it the is, stone. It is the Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they're if you're gonna it. paint something, any type of color. Yeah, like I mean, you you could go to this concert and you you, you wouldn't paint the town red. Yeah. You would paint it black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amazing performance! Wow. <laughs> Maybe the finest we've ever seen and heard. Dave Mahoney, Dave Mahoney, Dave, Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, you and I are both big baseball fans, mm-hmm. and we've seen a lot of baseball players. Maybe the most per capita kind of go off their the deep end when it comes to their post-stardom career. I mean, you think about Jose Canseco. Oh. I mean, just, he's out here hunting Bigfoot. He shot off one of his fingers. I mean. He, living a crazy-ass life fighting MMA. Oh, oh you my know? God. I forgot you about know, that. His time in pride was a wild time. Yeah. Who, who was that, like, seven-foot-tall Japanese guy uh, it was that he like, fought? Uh, it wasn't Ho. It was like, it was like Ho something. But you know who I'm But yeah, it was about, a seven-foot yeah. Japanese giant who whooped Canseco's ass. Yeah. So, I mean, we've seen some guy. I mean, you think about... Um, what is his name? The guy who had foreclosed on his house. Lenny Dykstra. Lenny Dykstra. Daryl Strawberry. Daryl I mean, Strawberry, yeah. There's just been a, you know, I mean, superstar players who have just lost their minds once they get out of baseball. So, Kurt Schilling is a moron. We know that for a fact. And, you know, he's gotten super political and this and that. Like, I don't really care about that. Like, dude, do your thing. But this is egregious. Uh, he revealed the cancer diagnosis of one of his former teammates. So oh. Tim, Tim Wakefield is dealing with very serious brain cancer right now, and I guess it's really rare and it's, you know, almost impossible to, to deal with. And Kurt Schilling got on his stupid podcast and said, quote, I don't even know if he wants it shared, but as a Christian and a man of faith, I've seen prayer work, so I'm going to talk about it. And the, the guy's wife came out, Wakefield's wife came out and said, what are you doing? Like, he's a very private person. Yeah. That was a private thing that was going on with him that we're dealing with as a family, and you're going to use it to get some... To make it about you. ...ratings for your podcast. I can't stand that. Oh, also, that's gross. I mean, if you believe that, if you believe that prayer has the ability to do that for whatever, do what everybody does on Facebook. Hey, um, I needed some anonymous prayers right now. Vague I can't booking. really... Yeah, right, like yes. vague book yeah. the prayer circle Or a friend, here. a family member. Yes, vague book that ish. Yes, you have the ability to do that. It still can have the same effect, but it's less about you in that moment then like why yeah. are you kind of exactly like you said dave you're using that for ratings and that is disgusting yes it has nothing horrible, to do with you it has nothing to do with you it's not your news to share like my oh. parents taught me that a long time ago like if something happens and it's your news to share tell the world yep. if it's not your news to share keep it to yourself keep Shut your up. damn mouth closed well. this is the dave and mahoney show Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey guys, but especially Mahoney, I just recently came into some money. I am about $1,000, and I want to know what what do you think I should do with it? I have no major projects that need to get done, and my portfolio is pretty hefty. So, you know what? What should I do? Message deleted. What should he do with his money, Mahoney? <laughs> get drunk and see, buy whatever the first thing that comes to your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, there yeah. you go. There's nothing that speaks truer than what you really want than when you're drunk and on Amazon at two in the morning. Man, there is so many embarrassing moments where 
the package will arrive at the house. And I'm like, I don't remember ordering that. And then I open it and I'm like, I do not need this. That's funny. <laughs> I've never been really a drunk Amazon shopper, Good and I wish you. I was no, because you do not. it you feels do not. like it's just a little surprise for yourself. <laughs> like it's just you're full of surprises. It's a that genuine way. surprise. You're like, oh, I gift wrapped it for myself too. Why did I do that? Please leave a message after the tone. Tell me why Starbucks gift cards are the most respected food gift cards. You don't see everybody getting McDonald's or Burger King gift cards as gifts. It's always Starbucks. Why? Message deleted. Because Starbucks is bougie. It's got a certain level of class about it. I don't know if that's the case. I think when it comes to fast food, people are particular because you don't buy somebody a McDonald's gift card because they may be Burger King people or they may be Shake Shack or White Castle or Whataburger or In-N-Out. I think there's too much variety there. But when it comes to coffee. Like when, when, when it comes to like a first date. Saying, hey, meet me at Starbucks, totally acceptable. Imagine if someone's like, meet me at BK. I mean, sure, man. Like, but here's the thing. McDonald's coffee slaps as well. It does. I was just saying that this morning. But I think that's that is why. I think it's, you know, coffee is ubiquitous and easy and it's better. It's like I put some sort of thought into this rather than just giving you money. What a Starbucks word you used. (laughs) Ubiquitous. That sounds like something you would say on a first date, too. <laughs> can you spell ubiquitous? I sure can. Ubiquitous. Yeah. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, going around the room, what is the craziest recreational drug you've taken? Message deleted. I accidentally took uh, Angel Dust uh, one time, and that Didn't was... you end up in a chicken coop? That's, which is, if you don't know what Angel Dust is, that is that? Uh, PCP. That's no, when we were he in- was in the... If you tell this story, and we do not have the song you were listening to locked and loaded, the story that. is dumb, the, because the I, song matters. The, the, we don't, there's, it's not in our system. There's <sighs> no way. But I was, you know, I was smoking weed with a friend out of a homemade pipe that we took a or a paper towel roll, covered mm-hmm. it in aluminum foil, made a little uh, carb out of aluminum foil, and we were smoking this weed in a 1995 Eagle Talon with two 15s in the trunk. Those Eagle Talons, if you recall, too much engine. They had to have a little hump in the hood. That's right, yeah. man. It was just <laughs> too much powerful. Just, I mean, just so much powerful. Turns out that uh, that weed was laced with PCP, and yeah. I had never Surprise. done anything besides weed at that point in my life. And I'm 16 years old with a uh, one of my friends, and we are waiting to meet some girls at a Taco Bell uh, <laughs> on the other side of town. And the PCP and weed start hitting, and we are in the parking lot of this Taco Bell bumping those 215s. It's to a song called Monifa's Touch It, which is a horrific hip-hop song that I love. I love it too, man. I've got it on draw right now, but it won't. Do the song justice. Thinking about you, Mahoney, because somebody once upon a said you looked like Beaker. I did. I was skinny. I had big fluffy hair and glasses. The windows were down. The the speakers were bumping, and we were like fist pumping before fist pumping was a thing. Talking to these girls like, hey, let's hang out because we were already there ready to meet them. But this song bumps. If you have 15s in your car, this song bumps. It doesn't do it justice, <laughs> it Dave. It justice. I just want to know. Every time you tell the story, Mahoney, we never oh, have the song. I'm going to tell the story. I just Hang sent it to Chris. Yes. 
butt. Imagine Mahoney freaking out on PCP. On PCP. While this in a Taco Bell parking lot. Bumping. In a, in a 1995 Eagle Talon. Nice ass fist car. Bumping, yeah. Fist bumping. Fist bumping. Fist bumping and bumping the 15s. And uh, shockingly, those girls uh, never Do hung out Do you really want to touch it? Blast it. And, and said, all of them are saying, no, no, man. They pulled into that Taco Bell parking lot like, never. Nah. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... Hold on, what? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at... To be good at this? Oh, I... Okay, let me pick it up from here. It's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney Show. There's plenty of radio shows out there that will tell you just how wonderful they are and all this amazing stuff that they do every single week. Flawless broadcasts. Uh, We don't have that luxury. We... Stumble and bumble a lot. They say 10,000 hours of practice at literally anything will make you a master of your craft. Dave, you and I have been at this for over 20 years. We have well over 10,000 hours of broadcasting, and we are not masters (laughs) of our craft. (laughs) But this could be a master class on how to keep pushing forward. Yes, you're never done growing. (laughs) Oh, crap. Yeah, I've just never sat down to watch The Big Lebowski. I've only seen it in, like, bits. I don't think it's the greatest comedy ever. I've only seen it in, like, the music in it. You know, you've got Kenny Rogers in the first edition. I just stopped in to see what condition my condition is in. The first Right now, as a child, you're going to take naps and you're going to hate it. As an adult, that is going to be the finest delicacy that is that exists in the world, I would say. The finest delicacy, delicacy. He pooped on the on not only the boat, but on the dock as well during his burglary attempt. Maybe like, he got nervous. You know that sometimes whenever you're like about to get on like a, a roller coaster or something? Yeah. A roller coaster, roller coaster. Nothing in this country gets done without truckers, Dave. That's Literally exactly everything right. gets transported. This country would grind to a halt without, uh, you know, the logistics uh, infrastructure in this country. This country would <laughs> grind to a halt. Grind to a halt. I would like to be so drunk where I concoct an elaborate bear ruse. Anti-propaganda. And then you... <laughs> So a dude was busted trying to smuggle 400 pounds of cocaine into the United, Sp- United States. Into the United States. United States. I'm a millennial, so superlatives were taken away from us. Is that why you can't say that word? Superlatives. Superlatives. All right, you got it. Right now, as a child, you're going to take naps and you're going to hate it. As an adult, that is going to be the finest delicacy that is that exists in the world. That exists in the world. The music in it, you know, you've got Kenny Rogers in the first edition. I just stopped in to see what condition my condition is in. I'm shitting. I'm 400 pounds of cocaine into the United States. He pooped on the on not only the boat but on the rollers coasters. Superlatives were taken away from us. Is that why you can't say that word? Uh, I'm a millennial. Superlatives. <laughs> Superlatives. <laughs> 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 
This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. I don't know if this is fair of me or not. And so I'm coming to you guys for some advice. Do you think that it is acceptable in today's society for me to get very angry at people that are not breaking the law when I am prepared to break the law? You're talking about speeding, aren't you? Well, there's speeding and there's uh-huh. running of red lights. Like uh-huh. the other day, it, uh, it happened to me and I got very upset because there was a car that stopped basically as soon as the light turned yellow. And I think that that, we can all probably agree that that is egregious. Like, if the light is just turning yellow, go ahead and drive through the intersection. But there was a situation just yesterday where the light was about to turn red, and I was fully prepared to run that red light, and the car in front of me stopped. This also happens with speeding. You know, if you're in the the fast lane. Yes. And I want to go even faster than you who is already speeding. You're Uh only mildly speeding. I want to aggressively speed. I also get upset at those people, and I don't know if that makes me a bad person. I don't think it makes you a bad person. I think it makes um, me wonder about your patience. Mm. For somebody who really, where, what do you got? What are you doing, Dave? You just really excited to go home and eat your uh, your lunch? I will tell you this much about me: no matter where I am going, generally, I'm very excited. And motivated to get there as quickly as possible. Our boss was talking about that the other day about yeah. how there is never a time where he's just not needing to be uh, needing to feel the speed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I need to See, be there as quickly as possible. Like I get upset with my children, you know, when they have to go to the bathroom <laughs> when we're on a road trip because I am trying to set a record. Like, yeah. I, now I'm going to have to repass all of these vehicles that I've already passed. <laughs> have to like man if you just set cruise control like the adaptive cruise control in the cars these days and you just cruise you yeah. just cruise you just Huey Lewis Gwyneth Paltrow cruising see I love my new car for that reason because as I have the cruise control on I know that I just can create a safe dis- distance between me and the car in front of me but I will say I don't have vibrating seats like Mahoney does so that would actually probably they need don't to be vibrate they team. massage okay. you think that maybe I need to my next vehicle I need to get one that, that does some massaging so that way I can chill out a little bit you would bit. chill far far easier that way it would yeah. certainly be a happier ending when you got there this is David Mahoney Yay! got a comment complaint or opinion for David Mahoney call 833-YO-DUMMY please record your message this is the voicemail Do any of you think that living in an enormous estate is really that cool? Especially if you have a, a small family. It just seems, I don't know, unnecessary. What is the point of having all of that space? Message. I mean, you are talking were, to 0.0001% of individuals. I mean, I would love to live in like a, a like a, an English manor on a countryside that's like massive. You oh. would? You don't think it'd be scary at night? Nah, man. I mean, I, you know, I'm not a nervous Nelly when it comes to that stuff. But when you're talking about like an old creaky house... And if you're talking massive estate, you know, like 20,000 square feet sort of thing, yeah. there's going to be like rooms that you never go in. You're like, what is the Vic- what is this, the Victorian there? area? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way that it, that this exists anymore unless English- you are in nowhere. Yeah. English ghosts have uh, English accents. Oh. That's Boo. why they're not scary. Boo. Boo. Now, it's, hard, I, it's really hard to do a, a it English is. ghost. Bl- blotty boo. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Because you said bloody boo. Bullocks. Yeah. <laughs> Bullocks. <laughs> Bullocks. Is that what you said? Bullocks. Okay. Good. 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 Going back to the uh, Zen thing. Uh, Zen isn't tobacco. It's just straight nicotine. So 
it doesn't. Message deleted. Oh, good. Okay, okay. whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> had to go get his pouch. Um, I mean, yeah, but I mean, this still, it still is in a pouch form, which is Wait, reminiscent so of tobacco pouches. Just, what's the is point? It, is it just, it's pure nicotine? Is that what he's saying? Well, you, so you don't get the buzz of the tobacco, you just get... The nicotine. The nicotine. Yeah, I mean, it is a nicotine a, buzz. You get a buzz from you just, just get, straight nicotine. Is that what you get the buzz from? It's yes. not from the tobacco? Okay. Yes. I mean, right. you just get the flavor. So it's essentially just like pure cut. Yeah. <laughs> nicotine. <laughs> straight uh, to the vein, brother. Yeah. And I don't know if it comes in flavors. I'll have to ask my sister. But I would try to add, I would try to log in, but they're like, you must register to log on to this website. That, oh. That's a hard pass for me, dog. That sounds like somebody got sued. Yep. <laughs> Because marketing towards kids and stuff, yeah. And also, I mean, if it doesn't, I know it's not dip, but it comes in a dip can. Yeah. Like, look, that is a plastic dip can. If it comes in a dip can, it's dip. It's dip. It'd be dip. Mm. I don't care how you package it up in there. That's dip. Please leave a message after the tone. Do any of you get stir crazy really easy? I mean, I can see Dave getting a little weird after a short amount of time, and I'm the same way. So if I'm anywhere for more than like five or six minutes, I start acting strange. Message deleted. Yeah, man, I'm a weirdo. Like, I can't be alone. I can't just sit still. I've always got to be doing something, you know? And it, it can be as simple as watching a game on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that'll, that'll entertain me. But if I'm just sitting around and it's kind of quiet, I am leaving. See, during the pandemic, I don't know where me. I'm going. I'm just going. Was the most time I've ever spent consecutively at my house because we were I didn't leave the house for you know whatever it was like four months or yeah. you know we or we did like a grocery pickup whatever it was back then in in 2020 oh, horrifying and times. that was before we we came back to the studio and we were the first show in our building that came back and you know that was like but for those brave. like three we're, or four months we're warriors <laughs> I I was fine. Like, I didn't hate it, you know? That was one of the things. Like, you were going nuts, Dave. Whereas I'm like, during that time, like, just staying home, not having to come up with any reasons not to go anywhere See, but I feel like that that made you have more of a crutch. I think that you were kind of like towing the line of hermit, and then that made you hermit. And I don't know if that's necessarily the healthiest for you. Mm -hmm. You went full hermit. I think you just went full. You're not. You can can go casual hermit, but not that. My beard's not long enough to be a full hermit yet, so you got to have, like, I mean, it's got to be down past your nips. Like, I was concerned concerned for you when you buzzed your head yeah well, you went full britney no i buzzed my head because i didn't get a haircut i was you know my hair i hadn't cut my hair in four months it was unruly i would buzz my hair again i say this every time my if i was not married to my wife my hair would at this point in my life i would just be it would just be buzzed no really? i also would not allow it as you, your, as you your other as your you other life partner. hair but why would you do that to the, your hair all, but the amount of time that i could save in the morning not doing hair. You spend time doing your hair? Yes. You started yeah. bringing I mean, your no hair offense. products in the car. You're already well, I have clothes. I have hair products in our office. So, like, because, like, if I take a shower in the morning, which I'm usually a night shower, but if you do it in the morning, you got to let your hair air dry, and then you have to put a little product on You know so that they actually have a thing called a hair dryer, which no, will quickly air dry different. your hair. It's not the same, man. I like, I prefer all natural. Mm. See, I think a little, that wave to it. hair is like makeup for men. You can either look, I mean... You're a handsome guy, Mahoney. Thank you. When but you, only because when you your hair. buzzed your head, yeah. you aren't the same you, man. No. I mean, you were not the same you. It was not See, the then same. See, you would think my wife should be would be okay with that because then the women would not be flocking to oh, me yeah. like they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, really no. Beat the women she's got to love you too. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like, she's got to she's got to remember why, and the hair is the why. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. 
So with Taylor Swift showing up to these games for Travis Kelsey, everyone's just, it's the talk of the town, right? You can't escape it. It's all over the place. And the stories about Travis Kelsey's jerseys outselling Patrick Mahomes, and there's a 400% jump in jersey sales. He gained 1.3 million followers on social media as a result of her just showing up at that Chiefs game. Well, guys, I feel like Travis Kelsey is kind of playing with fire. And What do you I, mean, Dave? Well, uh, you know, every relationship that that... that doesn't end in marital bliss for all of eternity is a failed relationship. And I feel like Travis Kelsey knows what he's doing, but he doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, he's doing something where he's getting everyone's attention and good for him. But I feel like he's also doing himself a disservice because of this, if he's just messing around and he does Taylor Swift dirty in the eyes of her fans. Do you think the Swifties are going to come out to every game and just boo him? I think they're going to murder him. You think I so? They'll kill him in the streets. <laughs> I mean, the Swifties are a thing. Like, it really is a thing. And, you know, Travis Kelsey has had his star elevated. And right now, he's just, he's doing the backstroke and all of the glory. I'm just saying it, it's a little bit dicey. But one thing I am noticing, though, is that they are playing it to pretty much as innocent as you can. I mean, yeah. like, they're just, you know, she's putting her arm around them. They're not really like smooching for the cam. They're not packing on the PDA. They're not even holding hands yet. No, you know? like they it's could just... just be friends, really, is what it seems like, if anything. You know, at this point, and they're just kind of laying it on thick. Um, I don't know. I've Also, Taylor Swift in the last couple relationships she's been in, and really, honestly, all of them, except for like any of her songs that she's written, she doesn't really torch everything up in flames. I will say, I do have a lot of respect for Taylor Swift in that regard, because when you think about you know, people that kiss and tell or they want to drag all their drama out into the spotlight. She doesn't do that. Like, she's actually pretty good about... She'll write a song about you. Yeah, yeah. But you don't know which song it is. And you know, is that, oh, is we that know. about me or is that oh, about a different next boy? We know it's about Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the cardigan. <laughs> Give her back her cardigan. You know, the one I wanted but to work Even that, out. though, like, that's the thing. Is like, she just, like, threw something out there that might be about Jake Gyllenhaal and people went nuts From on him. eight years ago. Right. Like, I mean, like, that's what's wild. It's like, yeah, Mahoney, you say that we know it's about Jake Gyllenhaal, but they hadn't been a thing for years, so she's still writing ambiguously about like or which si- or sitting I didn't on know that it was she wrote a long time ago. I didn't even know that they were that they ever dated because it was so long ago. So she was boyfriend girlfriend with Joe Jonas at one point, if we do remember, yep. and now she's like broing down with Sophie Turner. That actually might be the only vindictive thing that I think she's done. Yeah. I just wish her and Tom Hiddleston would have would have worked out. The you do. Who- I like you Tom do. Hiddleston, man. Him as Loki is a he's a, he's a, you know he feel he felt like a really nice guy. Yeah, he just felt like a nice guy. Yeah, I mean she seems like a nice girl too. She's just a celebrity and dating a celebrity of I mean she is obviously a celebrity. The celebrity. She yeah. is the celebrity and dating her doesn't matter who you are is got to be tough. I I am looking forward to the uh, Travis Kelsey tight end song that's coming <laughs> eventually one day. This is David Mahoney. Listen for reviews of your new favorite new brews. favorite brews. It's Beer for Breakfast. It's Beer for Breakfast every Friday on Dave and Mahoney. We have made it to another Friday. Look at us go. We are still gainfully employed. We are here. We are drinking amongst friends. We are celebrating life, and we are celebrating beer. That's what we do every Friday here on the Dave Mahoney Show. And, uh, you know, 
Did you just forget the name of our show? You blacked out. I did. <laughs> I said, man, I, you know, I cracked the beer, and then my brain just goes It is full so full-blown beer. Yeah. Man, like, that's what we do. There's something that trips in Mahoney's brain. Like, he cracks right. a beer, and he's just like, gotta bleed, 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 bleed. Where are we? <laughs> Oh, Dave, Dave and I were you? Dave and I were hanging out last night, uh, and I have like one glass of wine, and I'm like, let's 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 crack like three bottles. He did it. He had he had one he glass really of wine. Drink anymore, so yeah, and he's like, he's like, well, should we get a couple more bottles? I'm like, a couple of more bottles. I'm like, no, nah, man, the football game's wrapping up. I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> I'm the voice of reason over here. For one glass of wine, Mahoney's like, woo! He is, I kid you not, Frank the Tank. Like, it's as soon as it hits his lips. It's, it's the excitability it factor, man. Yeah. I get you. I was feeling good, man. It was a, it was a good game the other day, and, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. The beer that we are drinking today is the Sleepy Dog Brewing Dog Days Lemon Rattler. And so so when he first said that, I thought you were saying rattler, like a like a rattlesnake. No, but rattler. Rad, R-A-D-L-E-R, yeah. rattler. Yeah, okay. like somebody's rad and allure. <laughs> Uh, what is a rattler, you say, Audrey? I did ask that about 15 minutes ago. You did? And what a rattler is, basically, it's ba- it's it's like half a lager and half a, uh, like, either soda, lemon soda, or just lemonade. Listen, I tried some of this already, and that is exactly what it is. So you could, not, you could not have... Spot on. It, that's the definition. Textbook. The uh, Sleepy Dog Brewing Dog Days Lemon Rattler, uh, based out of Tempe, they, uh, this has 4% alcohol by volume, and I forget what I paid for this. It's a little light, little light. It's, I mean, 4% is very, very, very light as far as things go. I paid $15.99 for a four-pack. Whoa, for a 4%. That is high. I didn't even I didn't even look at it. I just like the picture of the dog because it's a real cute dog. That is a really cute dog. You know, the Sleepy Dog Brewing, they have real cute dogs on their things. The dog got a little too sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can I can relate. The five categories in which we rate every single beer here on Beer for Breakfast. Look, smell, taste, feel, and drinkability. Take Dave, we don't need a drum roll oh, until the Sorry end. About that. Uh, Sorry the about look, that. I just the reason I bought this, I love lemon flavored stuff. I love light beers. I love beers that have dogs on the can. And this beer has a real cute uh, geometric dog. I think that, if I was guessing, maybe like a, uh, what kind of dog would you say? Looks like a German Shepherd. It looks like a German Shepherd. That's what I was guessing. You know, yeah. or maybe like a little old one. There's just some gray in there. Yeah, yeah. Little, cute little gray beard. Yeah, little, little dogs with old old gray beards are the, are the best type of dogs. Let's move on to the next category. Let's take a big whiff of the Dog Days Lemon Rattler. Straight it up smells lemon. like lemon. I yes. one of my favorite scents in this world because it just like makes me feel like clean. Is like lemon cello, <laughs> lemon flavored things, lemon scented things. When we were looking at houses, there there was that one house that I really wanted, and I realized that after the fact, I think I really wanted it because they had fresh lemons, Ooh. like placed around the house in little bowls, and I'm like, that was such a vibe. You know, I got a lemon tree at my rental. I have, I have a lemon tree as well. What? Yeah. yeah. I think. Oh, I wait. Pause. We have talked about this before. Yeah. And I, please bring me lemons. They're not in season right now. Oh, are I they, don't, are they I don't crusty? Know when, I don't know when lemon season is, but it is not right now. <laughs> because you're just, are whenever you sure your tree's you, not just dying? Them, it's not lemon the, season. The tree could be dying. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, your guy's right, though. I mean, this just smells like lemon. There's no alcohol, no alcohol in it. You can smell some of the effervescence, and it is very, very, very carbonated. But it's, it's a very light-smelling <laughs> nose on this overall. Uh, like a hint of a flavor of a full fo- You said effervescence, and I went, bring me to life. <laughs> like evanescence, good, good joke. No, no, no one laughed the first time, so I said it again. To our favorite category, which is, settle down. I know. <laughs> we got to move on to our favorite category. Okay, oh, sorry, sorry. let's take a big drink of the Sleepy Dog Brewing Dog Days <sighs> Lemon Rattler. So I've been drinking this already, and Jeez, 
It is very light. It is incredibly yeah. refreshing. If you like lemon, I think you're going to dig it. It's got a little bit of a tangy aftertaste to yeah. it, which is kind of not great. Well, it's right. kind of like a lemon cough drop. Yeah, a little know? bit. Don't call yeah. it that. No, no. Not, I mean, not really in a bad way. It just has that kind of aftertaste. Yeah, like it's, al- it's almost like a chalky aftertaste, you know, where it, it's kind of dry. It reminds me of a seltzer aftertaste. Yeah. Oh, yeah, which, there you go. That's a great description of it. It's yeah. it's it's very tasty and it drinks super easy. That's the only knock on it is is that it's got kind of an aftertaste that's a little yeah tart. Dry. I would like a little bit more lemon personally. Really, I some, think this is a lemon bomb. I, I would agree with my. I mean, I think on lemon that. is the dominant flavor, but I actually wish it was a little bit more robust because I feel like even though the only flavor that I get from this is just straight up lemonade, light lemonade, slightly you know not like very carbonated with. No alcohol, really. See, I wish that there would be, and I'm, I was just saying this over the past uh, weekend that I don't necessarily want something to have 100% alcohol in it whenever I'm consuming liquor or beer yeah. or whatever at this point. Like, I want something, like, if I'm going to have a mixed drink, it's going to be like a Malibu, like sure. something on the low end. Mm-hmm. But for this being a 4%, it feels like it needs a little bit more. Like, there's just something that I think could be added to it. It feels a little bit watered-down version of a seltzer. Yeah. Like, something about it is just missing. I wish, I feel like there might be too much lemon for me. So, I, I enjoy it. I really like lemonade. This would be a good boat beer, See, a good bathing suit beer. Oh, this is, but this it's is just kind of missing beer. This is This is a great hot weather, warm day, pool. You're not looking to drink too much. You're not looking to get just toasted because you're drinking high, you know, like a higher ABV IPA mm-hmm. or something else. long game some, beer. Some, but- some higher ABV sours. Yeah, this is a beer. This is an all-day drinker. But at four, but... 4% for four cans for 15 bucks. 1599. <laughs> uh lemonheads are probably my favorite like hard candy and like I wish it just had more of that. Uh but overall it's a pretty it's it's a, it's a good beer. It's very light bodied. I wish bright. it was more sour. It's crispy. Yeah. I, I just wish there was more of that. Uh overall I think at the price point 15.99 it is a good beer but not a great beer and at four at coming in at 4% of 15.99 mm-hmm. it's a little too pricey for my personal taste. Can I get a drum roll, please, Dave? Oh, yep. Mahoney's Beer Scale Supremacy. I get the Sleepy Dog Brewing Dog Days Lemon Rattler. A 3.4 out of 5. This is Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, I think one of the most unlikely franchises where we've seen so many movies coming out, and it's always around this time of year, is the Saw franchise. I mean, I, there I, are like 10 or 11 movies now. Yeah, I mean, Saw X, the 10th entry in the long-running uh, franchise, has gotten an 84% fresh rating from Rotten Tomatoes, and you, you'd think these would be just kind of like throwaway movies that the critics would absolutely lambast. I mean, there were there, a fair amount of those that were between, like, episode 3 and 8. But the fact that they're 10 in, and this one is actually getting really good reviews is, you know, if you're into that sort of film, which I'm personally not, uh, maybe something to check out in, in now that it's officially spooky season. 80s for any type of thriller, gore-style fantasy movie is really, really good for Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, every time I go back, I mean, if you were to look at the Rotten Tomatoes for things like Signs or, 
you know, some of the other movies. The like Goonies. The Goon, I mean, like, there are just some of them that just, you go, I thought that was a really good movie. Yeah. Why did it have such horrible ratings? Maybe not Goonies. Um, Goonies sure isn't rated that well. It's really? No, no, it's not. So, it's I mean, sh- they're just, shocking. There are movies that I just always go, wait, hold on. Why did that get? I just feel like the, the critics, maybe they're easing up a little bit. Or maybe some people got fired. <laughs> and so now they're getting a new wave of people who are, like, rating it appropriately, not snobbish. Maybe, like, everyone is just asking, like, Peter Travers what he thinks. He's that one <laughs> critic who is always ranting and raving about, like, the worst Transformers well, or, movie ever. <laughs> Best movie of the summer. Or what you see sometimes is that fans of, like, the original. Because the original Saw was kind of, it was groundbreaking in as far as, like, how graphic it was, the, the yeah. way the story was being told. And, you know, the story was told a similar way many times, and it probably will be. But if you get somebody who's a big fan of that who either is writing or directing and becomes a passion project, then you usually see the quality increase. And I think that's probably what we have here. So what's interesting is that the very first Saw, which I you know actually had a lot of success at the box office, yeah, uh, that only had a 50% freshness rating wow. from, from the critics. So this one at 84 is pretty unheard of. So I don't know if you guys are fans of the Ink Master show. It's been on forever. I mean, it used to be hosted by Dave Navarro. Uh-huh. Now one of the Madden brothers is hosting it. Um, it's Joel Madden, I believe. It's going to be renewed, so it's going to be on Paramount+. Plus. It's like their and 30th season? I, it, it originally pr- premiered on Spike TV when that was a thing. Yeah. All the way yeah. Back in 2012 with Dave Navarro as the host. Okay. So it's been over a decade this show has been on the air, but uh, they're saying it's going to come back on November 1st. Audrey, as the, uh, the person on the show that has the most tattoos... Are you a fan of Ink Master? I am a fan of Dave Navarro. He seems like a pretty cool dude. But he's not the host anymore. It's Joel Madden. So are you a fan of Joel Madden? You know, I met him once and he was nice. Oh, I actually like to hear that because I kind of would have thought that he was a douche. No, him and his brother. Both the Madden brothers were like pretty kind. I mean, you... And also, they are both married to two of the hottest freaking pop icons of the early 2000s. Do you think Nicole that Ritchie they would be nice to us, or do you think that they were nice to Audrey because she is also a hot blonde? I was underage, so they were just oh, being nice. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing that I uh, really don't like about this whole uh, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing is sure. that they said that uh, after Taylor Swift went to the, that first game at the Chief Stadium that she became friends with Patrick Mahomes' wife. Well, and here's the thing, man. Patrick Mahomes loves his wife. Oh, you no know? kidding. I mean, that's he the sure thing. Does. Like, we find her to be annoying, but that dude is all about her. Yeah. And that's what we love. We, we can love, ignore love. the yeah. fact that she's really annoying. But, yeah. I mean, like, he has, he is Patrick Mahomes. I know. And you know what? I love that Patrick Mahomes has the capability to love the most annoying people in the world. I mean, because you're Patrick Mahomes. You don't have to love an annoying wife or an annoying brother, but he does. Yeah, you know? he's so got that, some awesome You know what? Patience. You're right. That's a nice positive spin on it. That makes me like Patrick Mahomes even more. For real. Because he can tolerate them. This is Dave and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Uh, yeah, um, what's something that everyone should know before becoming a homeowner? We're looking right now, but I realize I, I have no idea what I'm doing. Message deleted. I mean, I've been a homeowner for ever, 20 plus years, yep. and uh, it's just always new surprises. You know, there's just always something that you don't expect that comes along, and it's a... Uh, there's a real sense of pride when it comes to home ownership, I found, but it's only because my wife does a really good job, like decorating the house and designing the house and stuff like that. I would just be 
I could live in a shoebox and I'd be fine. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, I, I think one of the important things is if you're looking at places, they don't have to be finished. It doesn't have to be your perfect home when you're first looking. Yeah. You know, and I think a, a lot of people time, make yeah. that mistake and you can do a lot on your own and save a whole lot of money in the uh, in the long run by, uh, by fixing it up for sure. Um, I'll give you a, an example of, uh, of fixing it up and making it your own. You know how I, uh, my wife wanted me to build that dresser while uh, she was out of town? Uh-huh. And I did not want to build the dresser. Did you hire somebody? We compromised, and I built the dresser. Oh. Well, that's how, how <laughs> it turned out. You. Yeah. I was wondering, actually, if you were going to build it yeah. um, before you left. I was really trying to find a way to weasel out of it mentally for myself. You know, like, oh, I just didn't have time because of this. And I just. Was it as hard as you were, like, thinking it was going to be? It took me an hour and a half. But did you have a game on? Like, what, what was no, on in the background? You just nothing. were you were just raw dogging it? Silence. You were just sitting there in silence, just Sweating, fume, fume just building? Oh, my God. <sighs> I mean, well, no wonder you didn't want to do it because you didn't make the chores seemingly a little bit more fun. Did your parents never tell you to, like, clean your room while listening to music? Or, you no. know, have a movie on while you're folding laundry? I wanted to hate it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Why? You know you're going to have to build another dresser in the future. <laughs> nope, that was it. One and done. Please leave a message after the tone. Have you guys ever had the hiccups when you guys are either on the air or public speaking? Message deleted. I don't think I've ever had the hiccups while I was on the air. And thank goodness, because there's nothing in this life that makes me feel more helpless than when I have the hiccups. Your body just betrays what you, are you every, doing? like, three seconds. What are you doing, body? What's you wrong with you? You hiccups while building a dresser. <laughs> oh, my God. That is my personal hell. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had the hiccups for more than, like, a minute. Really? Do you, do you have a technique to get rid of the hiccups? Hold your breath. Uh, pe peanut butter. Peanut butter. Yeah, big old spoon of peanut butter usually does really? it. Really? Yeah. What all these huh. wives' tales? So I'll, do, about, I'll, like... I'll do a thing where, like, I'll, I'll pour water in my mouth, and then I'll simultaneously, like, plug my nose and my ears, and, I, like, I hold my breath. Oh my God, that, I have to see this. That helps, <laughs> supposedly. <laughs> Which brother told you to do I that? I don't know. What, someone's like, let's make this guy look like an idiot. Yeah, I mean, because what's the water do if you're already holding your breath? I don't know. It's 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 a it's a safeguard to make sure Not, I don't, yeah. for, to make sure I don't cheat. Ninety percent of the time, or drowned. Like taking one drink of water cures my hiccups. Because most of the time I'm eating too fast and it's a little oh, too Oh, you dry. just get the hiccups because you 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 don't just like because I'm like a dog eating too fast. Sometimes Same randomly on. get the hiccups. Just out of nowhere? No, no. That's not like never a, happens a affliction that uh, yeah. Audrey, what's your taunts remedy? Me. I don't really have a remedy. I just endure. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like the hiccups. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. How are you guys looked at in the radio world? Are you highly regarded because you guys have been in the air forever? Or are you, you just looked at guys who, I don't know, make fart jokes and poop jokes all the time? Message deleted. <laughs> We're highly regarded as fine artisans of fart jokes and we poop are, jokes. We uh, are uh, craftsmen, artis artisan craftsmen of... Uh, Fartisan? Of yeah. Fartisan. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 